0: Some energy you're generating over there. (laughs) I love it. So here we are at the end of our month of embracing self-care. I love that. Embracing self-care. And we talked all about it this month. And today's talk is Know Your Good. Know Your Good. Hmm. (laughs) So you want to know what your good is, but you also want to know what your good is. (laughs) Hmm. Know your good... No, you are good, right? There are two different things, but we're going we're gonna to talk about that. So that, that's what I have in mind. But we know what our good is, right? Because Emma Curtis Hopkins told us how many years ago. She said, your good is your God. Your good is your God. That's it. Thank you, Emma. Your good is your life. Your good is your abundance. Your good is your balance. Your good is your joy. Your good is your love. Your good is all around you, all the time. Some people don't see their good, right? You know them, (laughs) they don't come here. (sighs) Your good is all around you, all the time. Many people will see the obstacle, but they won't see the blessing, right? It depends on what you focus on. We work to focus on the good, that's our practice. To focus on the good because the good is the good is um, our God. But some people just, you know, they don't. It doesn't come naturally. Maybe, you know, some people, you know, glass half full, glass half empty, you know, that sort of thing. You know, obst- uh, um, optimists, pessimists. You know, the glass is half empty. The glass is, is half full. But we're we're religious science. So what we we know is we have infinite refills. You know, we the whole half thing doesn't even doesn't even bother us at all. Some people just see the clouds. Right? They don't they don't see the silver linings, you know. And and Ernest Holmes in this, he did a wonderful talk back in nineteen fifty-eight. It was called Love, the Lodestone of Life. He said, You see, the mind is really a magnet, and we attract w- with what we identify with. In order to get the most out of our lives, we have to learn to change our thought patterns. And he said, Of course, this is not easy. Anybody? Anybody found it like a piece of cake? No, right? (laughs) He said, of course, it's not easy. Our old thought patterns cling to us with great tenacity. But being thought patterns, they can be changed. So if we have a propensity to look at the negative side more than the positive, we get to teach ourselves to look at the positive side. We get to teach ourselves this practice, even the science of mind and spirit is about looking to the good, looking to the truth, looking to spirit as all of those qualities of God. And then, and then we begin to see more and more of them when we change our mind, because everything starts in consciousness. When we change our minds first, then we can start seeing it. But you know, sometimes we were taught from an early age to be afraid of the world, to be wary of people and situations. Anybody? Dog-eat-dog world and, you know, all those kinds of things we were raised with. Don't trust people, don't trust things. (laughs) Oh, never mind. I was gonna, never mind. Anyway. (sighs) We might be looking for the other shoe to drop. No, it was a story uh, um, years and years ago when I was married to my husband and (laughs) And we were doing that trust thing. You know the trust thing you do where it's like you fall back and you know, yay, you know, you do that thing and then you catch the person and it's like so lovely. So you're like, oh, you fall back. And so I fell back and he stepped aside real quick. And, then, and I fell on the ground. And he looked over me and he said, I've taught you a very important lesson today. Don't trust anybody. You can't trust anybody in this world. And I went, well, at least I know I can't trust you, you know. Anyway, but there are some people like that, right? They can't, you know, they can't try. They, they have been taught that. We've been taught that. We might be looking for the other shoe to drop, you know, all the time. But when we are looking for things to go wrong, we don't see the things that go right. And that's that's the important part. We with the, the qualities of God, the instances where joy, you know, enters your life, a joyous moment, the, the 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 instant where someone does something wonderful for you, just a little something trivial, you know. We don't see those things, we don't count those things, we don't count our blessings because we're so busy looking at the negative stuff. We miss our good. And Ernest Holmes in the same the same talk he said, you can deny this the statement, the the negative statement. You can deny the statement and affirm the opposite. And you will soon discover that a new thought takes its place, a new reaction. You will discover that the denial of the wrong tends to cause it to disappear, while the affirmation of the positive creates a new situation. And it does. And Ernest Holmes described it, right, as the, the, the muddy beaker. You put one little positive, one little clear drop of water in the muddy beaker at a time, one little, one little, one. And over time, right, the, the beaker clears up. We know this is the truth that positive over time will transform our lives, it'll transform the conditions. It is important to know you're good, right? to know that it's all around you all the time, because that's the energy then that you're, you're kind of like marinating in, you know? The energy of good all around you. And, and you know, sometimes I think, well maybe we don't know our good because we don't know we're good, right? Do you ever beat yourself up over things? You know how that is, right? We don't, we don't recognize the good all around us in our environment because we're coming from a place where we don't really feel good about ourselves. Sometimes we just don't know our good because we just don't know we're good. And so, know you're good and know you're good. Hmm, There you go. Know you are good. They're two different things. And, and, And going back to that talk, Ernest Holmes said, no fear can remain where faith holds sway. For faith reunites us with the original creative spirit, the divine intelligence, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of good. And we must have faith in that something greater than we are. So even if you can't see your good, if you can't locate your good, if you can't find it, know that it exists, right? Even if you don't have the proof, you, you have to know it's there. You have to know it exists. And I think it's easier for us to see the good in our environment when we're coming from a place where we know ourselves as good, right? We're not sinners seeking redemption. We are not defective and broken people looking for forgiveness. Would you even be here? If I stood up here every week and told you what a sinner you were and how you were going to hell, you know? It'd be like, who wants to go to celebration and get beat up, right? We need to remember our good. Remember we are good. Remember we are gifts. We are incarnations of spirit. Spirit sought to put us here. We are made in the image and likeness of spirit. And Ernest Holmes said, Jesus knew while we have a physical body, which must be in right relationship to the mind, the mind must also be in right relationship with spirit, which can only come as good and peace and happiness and love. Jesus made heaven and earth meet. I love that. I just, I just love that thought, that, that mind picture. Jesus made heaven and earth meet. He did not say heaven was reserved for you in some future day, right? After, after you pass. He said, no, it's here now. Look about you. Open your eyes and you will see heaven because it is here. And that's the change in our, in our consciousness. When you begin to see the good all around you, you begin to see the good all around you. Right? And the more you feel that way, the more that you see all around you. We are whole, perfect, and complete, right? You hear that all, all the time. All the, the practitioners pray it. We say it up here. All the time you hear, whole, perfect, and complete. And some of us, some of us, have difficulty accepting that. Are you one of them? <laughs> I know sometimes people are like, whole, perfect, complete. No, well, nobody's perfect. you know. But it doesn't mean flawless. What it means is lacking nothing. Lacking nothing, that's like a perfect equation, or a perfect recipe, right? Lacking nothing. Ah, We have a difficult time accepting that, but we are whole, perfect, and complete. What? You think God makes junk? You know? You think God makes a defective product? Anybody get recalled, you know? I mean, you think spirit does shabby work? Of Course not. You are a product of the most high. Whole, perfect, and complete. Whole. The universe is within you. There is nothing inside of you that is not across the entire universe. Your carbon atoms, your hydrogen, your oxygen, everything exists. You have the entire universe within you. You are whole. Perfect. Again, you are lacking nothing. You come with all the ingredients. All the ingredients to live a fully self-actualized life. And and complete, whole, perfect, and complete. Complete, nothing need be added. Nothing need be added because it has all been given. It has all been given to us already. And when we can accept that, that we are spirit in form, that we are whole, perfect, and complete, that we are really accepting it to the core of our being, it it makes it so much easier to see it all around us, to see it in every other person we meet, to see it in every condition in which we find ourselves, because we already know it and understand it about ourselves. We get to offer that to the world. Uh, Mark Twain said, "Uh, a person cannot be comfortable in life without their own approval. You cannot be comfortable in life without your own approval. We have to approve of ourselves. And then it's easier to fall in love with the world, isn't it? I'm good. I just assume everybody else is. I'm happy. I assume happiness flows all around me. We approve of ourselves. It is easier to fall in love with the entire world. And then we get to be cheerleaders for each other, don't we? It's like being here. Could you imagine taking this energy and just taking it out in the world and just have it, you know, just do all the time, just being each other's cheerleaders all the time, right? Yay, you got this, you can do it, Yeah, you know. No matter what it is that you're going to do, right, you, you, you share it with a friend and they go, yay, you got this, right? As opposed to a lot of times what happens now when you share something with somebody and they go, oh, really? Really? You got what it takes? You got the right degree? You got the right experience? Do you know the right people? Everybody wants to prepare us, right, for the inevitable downfall. Everybody wants to prepare us, make sure you gotta face reality now. Who wants to face reality? It's boring. Here's what you do when those kind-hearted people kind of try to push reality on you. You, you know, when someone says to you, you can't do it, do it twice and then send them pictures. <laughs> right? That's what you do. When you know you're good, when you know you are good, when you know you are the good of God, you see it everywhere. You see it everywhere. And now, hmm, I don't mean to say that you will never, ever, ever set you know, experience setbacks, right? When we, when we move from love, when we move from a desire to do, to do something in the world, doesn't mean we're not gonna have setbacks just because we have this philosophy, right? Sometimes there are setbacks. See them for what they are. Plot twist, right? That's all it is when stuff goes wrong, when we are on our way, when we're making our steps and then something unforeseen happens. Plot twist. I'll be interested to see how Spirit works this out for me. I'll be interested to see what happens now. I was doing this and then that happened. Okay, what's going what's to come of that? What gift does it have in its hands? Um, uh, Peter Max, you remember the, pa- the painter, anybody remember those days? <laughs> Peter Max said, don't worry about mistakes. Make things out of your mistakes. That's creativity. Make things out of your, cre- do something different with it. Gee, I wonder what spirit's up to with that, right? <laughs> that thing that happened. I went, hmm, interesting. I'll be interested to see how this turns out. And then keep going. And keep going with your bliss, with your love, with your joy, with your your idea of what you want to create, right? No need to let setbacks stop us. We can take a rest, but we don't have to stop. And never, never, ever, 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 under any circumstances, criticize yourself. There's plenty of people out there willing to do that for you. Never, ever criticize yourself. Ernest Holmes said this on this thing called Life, Uh, Put Your Best Self Forward. He said, How can the heart beat in rhythm with life when the mind is singing a hymn of hate or chanting a funeral dirge? How can the hands be steady and skillful if the mind is jumpy and timid? How can one have hope unless he has faith? Never, ever, ever beat up yourself. You have to be your own best cheerleader. You have to be your own best friend. There are enough people in the world, i got to tell you, that would be willing to criticize you and complain about what you're doing or telling you you're not doing it right or whatever. You don't really need to beat yourself up. uh, What's her name? Um, Corita Kent. Corita Kent said, don't belittle yourself. Be big yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Be big yourself. Right? We must be. Our own cheerleaders know you're good know you're good and know you are good spirit within you wants to do wonderful things spirit within you has already done wonderful things hasn't it how many times you you know that thing where you do something and you step back and you go I did that (laughs) right You you know what I'm talking about right those things you create and you're like yep that was me look at that I did that you know Spirit wants to do wonderful things big things little things trivial things important things doesn't matter. It doesn't matter You are here to provide your own version of creativity your way. Nobody else can do it like you can do it. Nobody And you're here to do those delightful things and not let people stop you and not let your own self-doubt stop you and not beat yourself up because it didn't come out right. You know, we have a tendency to compare ourselves against the people who are experts in the field, right? Don't you do that? You paint a painting, you haven't painted in 40 years, and you decide, I think I'll start painting again. And you look at it and you're like, oh my God, it's not a Monet. (laughs) It's not a Van Gogh, It's it's not a Renoir, you know? And it's like, why are you comparing yourselves to people who spent their entire lives doing this? They're experts at it. You do you. You do you. Ernest Holmes said we're born, uh, this was love again, going back to love the lodestone of life. He said, we are born to express life, right? We are born with an urge within us to express life, with a desire to unite the living with others, to enjoy people, to enjoy creativity. We're here to do that, do the fun stuff, you know. We're here to create to be creative, to let your light shine. This is the whole passage in the Bible about under the bushel thing. You don't let your, you know, you don't cover it up. You don't cover it up. Ah, live out loud, live out loud and do your your own version of whatever it is you're doing. Because no matter what, I mean, look at how many painters we have in the world. Look at how many sculptors, how many musicians, right? How many musicians and no two play the same music exactly the same? They put their own spin on it all the time. We are here to create, to be creative, to let our light shine uniquely, uniquely as only we can. And and Holden Roden said, have confidence in who you are and don't be afraid to go for what you really want in life. Go for your good. Right? Go for your good. But in order to go for it, you have to know what it is. Right? You have to know what it is. So, what is your good? What is your good? My good is my God. My God is love, joy, peace, unity, all of those qualities. That's what you're going for. You're going for the experience of of all of life, all of it. Ernest Holmes said the divine urge within us is God's way of letting us know we should push forward and take what is awaiting us as our demand, if the good were not already ours, it would be impossible for us to procure it in any way. Okay, you I say that again. All right, if the good were not already ours, in the invisible, it would be impossible for us to procure it in any manner. So we know it is there. We know the gift has already been given. We know we already have our good. We know our good is our God. It's already there. What we need to do is is affirm that's our life. Our life is good. Our life is joy. Our life is love. Our life is whatever other adjectives you want to use. That's what we need to. It goes back to the whole perfect and complete thing, doesn't it? The gift has already been given, whole, right? Complete. It's already there. It is for us to say yes. It's for us to expand our consciousness because everything starts in consciousness. The good that we seek is already ours. It's up to us to know it, to know that we are good and to know that we are good, right? When we look out on a world of goodness, what do we do? We, we wind up seeing goodness looking back at us. Don't you, doesn't that happen to you a lot? When you, when you look out on a world of good, you wind up seeing good looking back at you. We teach people how to treat us. That's a me quote. <laughs> you teach people how to treat you. And when you love yourself, when you know your worth, when you know you're, you're an out-picturing of God, then that's how you will be. That, that's the reflection that will come back to you. Then we live in love. We We, hmm. we live in love, and that's what we teach. Right? When we love ourselves, when we love our conditions, we, we shine love, and then love is what comes back to us. No, 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 no. KNOW: No. You're precious. No you are valuable. know you are loving. No, you are beautiful. And when you know it for yourself, you know it for others. And then we change the world, one consciousness at a time. Know you're good. Know you're good. Thank you.